This is USSFCU Spotlight Podcast, presented by United States Senate Federal Credit Union, with your host, USSFCU CEO Timothy Anderson, and special guest, Secretary of the Senate, Ann Barry. Now for the interview. Um, we're sitting here today with uh, Secretary of the United States Senate, uh, Ann Barry, and thank you so much, Secretary, for agreeing to sit down with us and, and chat, and I really, really appreciate that. Uh, and we'll get right into the questions. It's been two years since you were sworn in as the 34th uh, Secretary of the United States Senate on March 1st, 2021, a historic appointment that makes you the first African-American to serve in this position and only the eighth woman to hold the office. As we sit amid this special anniversary on the heels of Black History Month and days away from celebrating International Women's Day, let me just say it is an honor to be sitting here with you today. And uh, again, just uh, congratulations on that, on that appointment. The Secretary of the Senate plays a vital role in ensuring the smooth operations of the Senate business. In your own words, for any listeners who may not know, would you briefly summarize the functions of your office? Sure, and let me first start off by saying thank you for this interview. Uh, it's an honor and a privilege uh, to be the eighth woman and the first African-American woman to be here in the United States as a secretary. Now, back to your question. So the secretary's office basically has three different areas that, that we're responsible for. And that is the administrative office. We have the uh, financial office and we also have the legislative offices. Now, the administrative office it normally consists of the stationary room mm -hmm. and I'm probably gonna miss a few but the printing and documents office, uh, the public records office, and our web tech. The um, financial services, we're basically responsible, uh, which we call the dispersing office, but we're responsible for all financial transactions, including payroll. And with that payroll and, and any other bills or expenses that the Senate incurs, we're responsible for those. Um, but it's also, we, it includes the vice president. We actually, she's on our payroll because she's secretary, of, I mean, she's president of the Senate. Mm -hmm. So she's part of that as well. Now, the legislative group includes the nonpartisan groups that you see on the floor of the Senate, um, which includes the parliamentarian and all the clerks, which includes the enrolling clerk and uh, uh, the legislative clerk, um, the enrolling clerk, and, uh, and of course, the captioners that you see on the floor that is typing and, and transcribing all the... Um, uh, speeches and messages that these these um, that members are making on the floor. So that's basically it. But those are the first those are the three main um, functions that the secretary has. Uh, you grew up in Birmingham, Alabama mm -hmm. and graduated from the University of North Alabama Correct. prior to coming to Washington in 1979. Mm -hmm. Can you share, secretary, a little bit about your experience as a young female staffer new to Capitol Hill? Sure. Well, now, back in 79, I did graduate from the University of North Alabama. Before, uh, and after I graduated, I really had planned to be a school teacher. But after graduation, there were no teaching jobs available. So I ended up working for um, South Central Bell, which is now called the Bell Companies, as a secretary. Um, I got a phone call from the president of the university asking me to come over and talk to him, and I did. And he mentioned that Senator Heflin who was the newly elected sec um, uh, senator from the state of Alabama, um, that he was looking for secretaries and that he had recommended me for the position. Um, 
I interviewed for the job. I got the job. And I had never been to Washington. I knew nothing about Washington, D.C., except for what I had read in, the, in my history books. And, um, and I moved here. The thing that I think I enjoyed most about coming to D.C. was um, working for Senator Heflin and working with a team that we all had something in common. And that was Alabama and that we love that state. And um, it made me grow up. Um, I saw things that I never even dawned to see because it just hadn't been exposed to a whole lot. And um, I will say that the staff there took me under their wing and showed me things that I never dared to dream. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, certainly a long career starting out, out in 1979. Yes. Um, your career secretary with the United States Senate mm -hmm. has spanned more than four decades. Mm -hmm. You spent 18 years on Senator Heflin's staff, mm -hmm. nearly 15 years with Senator Patrick Leahy, and you've worked for Senators Monahan, Edwards, and Carper. Mm -hmm. my, my question is, was it hard to leave an office once you worked for that long and for a member you highly respected? Well, actually, I didn't leave them. They left me. <laughs> they either retired or they decided not to run for re-election. Um, Senator Carper, with the exception of Senator Carper, he was the only one that I actually left. And I had only worked for him for a couple of years at the time when I was offered the job with um, Senator Leahy. Um, and it was, it was just going to be a new adventure for me to work for, um, for Senator Leahy. I'd heard so many wonderful things about him. And um, uh, I truly say, I think I saved the best for last. Best for last. You know, and, and being uh, with the credit union uh, well over 20 some years when I was manager here at the Hart Branch, had an opportunity to meet many of those senators that you just talked about. Mm -hmm. And Senator Leahy was one of my um, just uh, uh, incredible conversation piece. Every time we talked, uh, I learned so much from him. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. True statesman. That's what I said. True statesman. Fantastic. True statesman. Talk a little bit about the transition from managing the office of a single senator to serving the full Senate, the role that you're in now. Did you have any reservations or excitement about the role? Well, I was scared to death. Scared <laughs> when, to death. When they offered me the position, because this is not something I was looking for. Uh, I had actually planned to retire. Uh, Senator Leahy and I had made a, made a deal to each other that when he decided he was going to leave, that I would be on one arm and Marcel, his wife, would be on the other arm and we would strut out the, the door together. Um, this job, I just had no idea that it was coming. And, uh, and when it did, I, I hesitated because I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do this or not. Mm -hmm. It's been exciting to learn about this side uh, of the Senate uh, and, the, and the way it operates. You know, I worked over on the Senate in the Senate, Senate buildings, but this, this Capitol is just uh, it's a different animal here. And uh, I've learned so much, a lot more about legislation than I ever thought I didn't ever think I could learn. Uh, and the staff here is just wonderful. So, yeah, uh, it was a little intimidating. And um, but I, I have a lot of friends and colleagues throughout the Senate and they they keep it real for me. So and I really appreciate that. Excellent. And if I could just kind of follow up on that. And, and I think you, you answered it uh, for, for, for the most part. So you mentioned that you were scared to death and a little intimidated. So what helped um, alleviate those fears? And, and was it just having the friends that, that you just mentioned and some of those associations? Some of the friends, a lot of my colleagues, and they were just so thrilled uh, that I had been um, elected to this position. And um, and they basically they tell me all the time, we have your back. 
And I, I really do appreciate that. And they do. I mean, I, you know, when you've worked here for 40 years, you, you, you've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly at some time in your life here. And mm -hmm. uh, it's just, uh, it's wonderful to have the kind of colleagues and the friends that I do have here on Capitol Hill. And not just the, these, the staffers, but also some of the, um, the senators as well. Fantastic. You know, they wanted me to do this. So here I am. Fantastic. Fantastic. And the Senate is all the better for it. I can assure you of that. Uh, the office of the secretary has so many legislative, financial and administrative responsibilities, including under that umbrella of your supervision, are legislative clerks, reporters and other floor staff offices such as dispersing. I think you talked about that a little lot. The library, the curator, page school the historical office, to name a few. How do you manage, Secretary, your time to cover so many offices and so many responsibilities? Again, as we were sitting here earlier, we, we saw your staff coming in, having you sign things that were really important. And how do you do it all? Good staff. Really good staff. You know, um, in the Secretary's office, there's 26 departments and there's 240 staffers. And each department has a manager and I count on them a lot. Um, and they have the expertise. They've been here a long time and uh, I trust and depend on them to do the job. And I kind of see my role as taking kind of the high road and looking at um, the big picture and seeing how we can improve on things here to make things better, not just for the, um, the members, but also for the staffers. So, um, but no, I, it, it takes a village, as they say, and it really does. And I have, I have a great staff that I'm really, really honored to be working with. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you for, for sharing that. Um, the Secretary of the Senate is a post that is almost as old as, the, as old as the Senate itself. Since its creation in 1789, there have been 25 men who have held the position and only eight women. In your opinion, Secretary, are there any unique quality, qualities and qualifiers, characteristics a woman might bring to the role that a man may not? Well, you know, it's like what men are from, from Venus, I mean, men are from Mars and women are from, from Venus. Venus. <laughs> yes, we, we are totally different. Um, but I, I do think that um, we as women, I, I think... You've seen, I think there, I'm, I'm sure there are more women here on Capitol Hill than there are men. And back in the day, it was just the opposite, mm -hmm. which I, I think gives women an opportunity to do things that they normally wouldn't do. I mean, you see um, women as chief of staffs, as staff directors. Um, and back in the day, you did not see that. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing, it's not unusual now to see women in, in those roles. So I think we've just kind of come full circle and I think men have decided that, you know what, women can do a lot of things. Just let them do it, too. Yeah. No, and that's a great point. It's not unusual to see women in, in, in these roles now. So you're absolutely and, and we're all thankful for that. Um, in your previous roles, did you have much interaction with the secretary prior to assuming the position yourself? And if so, share with us any thoughts on preconceived notions you may have had about the role. I don't think I had any preconceived notions at all. Um, I knew, uh, well, we all meet the secretaries at some time over on the, on this, in the uh, House, in the, I mean, in, in the uh, Senate offices. But I don't think I really had any perceived notions. It's just that um, we did have meetings with them. 
and we talked about issues uh, that they were interested in and trying to help us solve. Um, and I knew they had big roles. I knew they had a lot of staff members. Um, I never thought I was going to be sitting with them, uh, being that having this job. But um, no, I, I don't think I had anything. I think it was it's probably what I thought it was going to be. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Um, going back to earlier years of your career, when you first came to the Hill, were there any women you met that may have that you may have considered trailblazers during that time? Yes, I can recall two. Ann Richards. Um, she was the governor from the state of Texas. Yes. And Carol Mosby Brown, who was the um, first African American senator. Um, woman senator mm-hmm. here in the United States Senate. They both um, impressed me a lot, and I got a chance to meet them both at a point. And um, the thing that um, uh, Mosley Brom did was the, oh gosh, I don't know, it was back in the 80s, I guess, when she stood on the Senate, Senate floor uh, regarding uh, an emblem that the Daughters of Confederacy had, and the, the, they had actually voted for this particular legislation and she stood there on that floor until she got the results that was deserved for this country. And um, the Senator Heflin played a, played a major role in that. Um, and I was just, uh, we, we do history around here a lot. And historians is one of my groups that I handle. And um, they send out tidbits every now and then. And they sent a letter out, a, a, an article about Carol Mosley Brown. And I said, oh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I was actually on, in the office watching Senator Heflin take care of this particular bill. And it worked. So, yeah, I thought she was really good. She, did, she was only here for one term, mm-hmm. but she certainly made a presence when she was here. Fantastic. And I'm dating myself. And uh, I think you mentioned it was in 1980. And I remember that. It was in the so, yes. so I'm dating myself yes, here. Yes. <laughs> oh, join the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Uh, how has the role of women changed from the late 70s? When you started at the Senate until now, if you could just kind of just share with us. And again, you've seen a lot. Uh, but how has that role changed for women uh, going back to the 70s and, and where we are now? Well, like I said, you know, earlier, there were no chief of staff. There were no women chief of staffs back in the day. There were certainly no staff directors. And, and over the years, you know, you've seen the progression of mm-hmm. women taking these roles and doing very good at them, I must say. Mm-hmm. Um, when I moved to um, when I moved here, I mean, there were all men. I mean, and the women, the only role they had was being secretaries for the most part, which is what I started as a secretary, you know. Fantastic. So and just to follow up on that a little, were there uh, women in the Senate who mentored or supported you during your Senate career? Um, it was a man's world back then. And uh, I did have several men um, who uh, t- kind of took me under their wing and supported me. But the women because we were all here, we had a camaraderie together that we were determined, you know, to do well and, and to be the best that we could be and to show them that, hey, we could do these things, too. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> um, your tenure and experience, uh, Madam Secretary, have without question earned you the status of a female role model and a mentor to Senate staffers. What advice would you give young women who are just beginning their career, their careers in Washington? Well, you know, I've been here a long time and uh, a lot of my staffs um, have labeled my little sayings as anisms. And uh, I'll say things to them and they'll think, 
oh, I shouldn't do that. Um, and one of the things, the most important thing I find, and I tell all young people this, is to treat people the way you want to be treated. I think that is by far the most important thing. No matter what you're doing, you should always consider that person, whoever they is, and whatever they do. Um, the other one I tell people is to do your best, no matter what the task is. And you never know who's watching you. Uh, because that's the way I feel about this job that I got here today. Um, I didn't apply for this job. I just received a phone call asking me if I would be uh, interested in this position. And, and I told them no. And, and I still to this day don't know how they found me or how, you know, who, who recommended me for this position or anything. But I always tell them people are always watching you <laughs> and you should always be on your best behavior and do what's right. And a typical example is, you know, I have two examples. The example of me getting this, moving to Washington for the first time. You know, Dr. Galat, I worked in the admissions office. I didn't know Dr. Galat that well, and we passed in the hallways together, but he recommended me to move uh, to Senator Heflin to take this job. And then now I'm secretary. I didn't think about being secretary, and somebody recommended me to, um, to leadership to take this position, which is why I tell them, people are watching. And they're watching the good, the bad, but hopefully you'll be doing well. And then the other one I tell them all the time is that there are no secrets on Capitol Hill. Mm -hmm. And to be very, very careful about the conversations that they hold with their colleagues and their friends because you never know who's listening. Mm. So those are, my, those are three of my annas. I have a lot of them. <laughs> no, and, 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 and those are good. And as you were just sharing those, I was thinking, and we talked earlier, I was just thinking about, and that's just great advice, uh, the same kind of advice that uh, one of our uh, board members, he's board emeritus now, okay. Bertie Bowman, mm -hmm. who actually worked uh, here in the Senate with Foreign Relations Committee. And Bertie used to say the same thing. And he took me under his wings mm -hmm. and he said, look, um, you know, show up, dress well. Exactly. Make sure you have on a tie. Make sure people are watching. Right. And so I really, really appreciate that yes. because I, as we talked, I know they're looking at you as a mentor. They are. And people are always watching. So thank you for sharing that. Yes. As we begin to wind down the interview, I'd like to thank you for being such a lawyer supporter and a member of the United States Senate Federal Credit Union for many years. Much of the office of the secretary, the credit union has long, a longstanding history of serving the Senate community. And similarly, we've grown our operations and expanded our services to meet the needs of an ever-evolving Senate. Based on the realm of financial responsibilities that have fallen under your purview throughout the, the years and various roles, has the credit union been a resource to you? What about you personally? Prof uh, professionally as you come in and, and talk with our staff, just give us an opportunity to, to hear your views on the credit union. Well, if I can't tell you my credit union uh, account number because- No, nope, we don't want to know that. Because if I did, you'd know how long <laughs> I've been here <laughs> and how long I've been a member of the credit union. Uh, and I will say that the credit union has served me very well. I have had a lot of loans, car loans especially, over the years. Uh, and they've always, I don't know, it always gave me a good interest rate. Um, uh, I have a savings account there. I, uh, I don't have a checking account. I will be honest with you, because at the time I joined the credit union, they did not have checking accounts. It was only for savings. And so I just never switched over for some odd reason. But um, no, the credit union has been very good. And I suggest to all the staff, especially when I was wearing my other hat, 
that they should always join the credit union because it's very, very important that they do and it will serve them well. Fantastic. Uh, Secretary uh, Barry, thank you so much. And um, and, and, and Greta doesn't uh, like me doing this during, during these times, but okay. everyone seems to know Greta down here on yes, Capitol Yes, they Hill. do. The Senate Federal Credit Union, Greta has been here uh, for a while now. Mm-hmm. I won't say how many years. And so I, I know you know her and you know the staff there. Yes. So thank you so much for, for taking the time to sit down with us. Uh, we just really appreciate it when we hear of the Gretas and our other staff, how well they serve you. That's what we're all about. The United States Senate Federal Credit Union was born uh, uh, out of the Great Depression, mm-hmm. uh, right after the Great Depression, uh, during those years of 1935, just to provide right. financial services, affordable financial services to the Senate community. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just appreciate you sitting down and talking a little bit about that with us. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.